stay in the spirit of prayer, but listen to me. I have been on a I have been on a mission in this church to make sure this church remembers the most important things. That's why I've preached like I've preached. And I'm going to preach consecration hard because we will not have what we have right now if we are not a consecrated and separated people. And you can want to argue with me all you want, but I know what I'm talking about. If we don't have consecration and separation, we will not have this. If we want our children to grow up and know what it means to be in the, in the, in the Shekinah glory of God, we've got to have this. We've got to have this. I wish every family would get with their kids right now. If there's somebody near you and they're younger, pull them in with you. But I want my kids, I don't want them to forget this day and I don't want them to forget this service. They may not remember the exact moment, but they're going to remember what they felt in this moment. And they're going to remember how powerful it was. And I'm going to pray for mine, I hope you pray for yours, that they never settle for a lesser anointing. And they never settle for a lesser consecration. Then that will bring this kind of a move of God in their lives. Can we pray over our families right now? Lift your voice and pray over your families. Eight years ago, when we moved here, Asher was nine months old. Before we came, Charla, you'd remember this, and Sam, you'd probably remember this if it, if, it, if it ever stuck in your mind. But I took our nine-month-old son at that time, and I'd walk across the front of the church in a moment like we've been having right now. And I'd pray, God, whatever you have to do, let this be a part of my son's life. And let this get down deep in his heart. He can't remember a thing about it right now, God. But I want him to grow up where this is his norm. This is what he knows. And this is what he understands. This would be the air that he breathes, God. Being in your presence. And I'd walk and I'd hold him. And if I had fear coming here, the only fear was, God, let my kids know what it's like to grow up in an apostolic church. We're going to start, God. It's going to be very different in the beginning. I am so glad that some eight years later, that my son, this is all he knows. My daughter, your daughters, your sons, your children, that baby you're holding right there, Landon. Let it be all she ever knows to be in the presence of God. That we know when our back gets to the wall and we're weary in body and in mind and we've done all that we know how to do, let it be God that we have instilled in our families a knowledge and understanding God and experience that they could never deny 
that the presence of God was in that place. Lord, your presence met us at 2011 Harwood Drive. And your presence met us on Southwest Drive. Your presence has met us at 1632 Strong. God, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't carry us up from here. But God, if we can take what we have this morning and take it over to a new piece of property and a new building here in some months. If we can take it with us, Lord, then we'll go. But if your presence isn't going, we'll stay right here. Because God, the greatest thing is that my family knows what it is to be in the presence of the Lord. My family know what it is to be in your presence, God. We're going to go in a minute. But I feel compelled to do... To, I feel compelled to be your pastor for a moment. Would you allow me to do that for just a moment? Why don't we just bow our heads and close our eyes? Families, parents, I admonish you. If this is not your priority, make it your priority. I love you. I love you with everything I can. But don't mistake a pastor's love or God's love for acceptance of things. And if this is not your priority, with all the compassion in my heart, I lovingly but sternly rebuke you in Jesus' name. And I tell you, and you hear the words I say, or these words will ring in your ears one day. You hear the words I say. Get it right. Put your kids' salvation above everything else. Don't put... Anything above that. Our excuses are just that. They are excuses. You know it. God knows it. God has called us to better. I love you too much. To let you walk out of a service like this. And not let your soul hang in the balance. A pastor friend texted me. He said please pray. We have a 20 year old backslider in our church. Was driving down the road texting. 
ran off the road, hit a tree. He is now brain dead. They say he's brain dead and they are preparing to harvest his organs. And I'm with a family right now that is in much pain and turmoil of soul. Just keep listening. We prayed. What I would love to tell you is that he woke up. Everything's okay. I can't do that. But I will tell you this. Parents, you need to hear this. There's hope when our kids are not where they need to be. There's still hope. God can reach them anywhere. That brain dead boy lying in a hospital bed. They're preparing. The doctors are already getting all the flights in order, everything, so they can rush the organs out. And a praying grandmother walks in that hospital room and grabs that boy that's lying comatose by the hand and begins to pray over him and plead the blood over him. And then she began to say, I'm not going to say his name. She she began to say, Son, if you can hear me, pray in your mind. Just pray in your mind. And when she began to say that and pray over him, that brain-dead boy began to have tears roll out of his eyes. Doctor said, hold everything. They gave it a little bit of time and then he slipped right back to where he was. And so today they took the life support off this morning. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that to say this. Don't let your kids, if you can help it. My kids are going to make their own decisions and so are yours. And if they make those decisions, we'll be praying for yours like I hope you pray for mine. But let's do everything we can to keep them from getting there. Because I don't want my kids to go into eternity and me to feel like it was on my hands how I raised them or did not raise them to live for God. And you young people need to hear your pastor right now. Your life is too short. Things are too temporary and fleeting. And the stuff you're chasing today is going to be gone tomorrow and you're going to have an emptiness there. And you can choose to disagree with me, but there's too many people in this room that have been there, done that. They've got the t-shirt. Make up your mind to live for God. Don't get to that point. Did that boy make it, Pastor? I don't know. I'm awfully encouraged by what happened in that story I just told you. But I don't want that to be mine. I'm going to do everything I can to keep it from happening. So families, dads, be a man after God's own heart. And be enough of a man to lead your family to live for God. Moms, be a handmaiden of the Lord. And be enough of a handmaiden of the Lord to set an environment in your home of spirituality. Give it everything you've got. It's too important. 
name of Jesus. Lord, what you have done in this place today is amazing. It is multifaceted. It's gone from victory to strength to encouragement to conviction. There's no doubt you're in this place. So, Lord, what has happened here? Would you imprint it in our hearts today? God, if we have missed the mark, you have not come to beat us up over it. But you have come to say, come back to me because I'm the answer to it. You love us too much to let us go without reaching for us. I thank you for that mighty and holy God. And I thank you for what's happening in this church. God, if our hearts are not right, if there is any way in us that is not like you, convict us and help us to make the right decisions and changes we need to make before it's too late and we've gone down an irreversible path. In the name of Jesus. I just want this is what needs to happen right now. I don't want you to pray out loud. I just want you to meditate on the Lord for a moment. In this moment, we're almost done. We're going home. But would you just meditate on the Lord? I hope you've heard a still small voice today. Thank you for your worship. Thank you for your response. I hope you'll forgive me for not preaching today. But what happened is what I was getting ready to preach. And God was doing a whole lot better with it than I would have done. Don't miss Wednesday night Bible study. The heart of the high calling of holiness. Don't miss next Sunday Brother Anderson preaching the high calling of holiness. And why we have separation in our lives. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.